You're listening to Watermark with Candace Michelle, a podcast designed to expose and destroy counterfeits from the enemy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Watermark with Candace Michelle. You may remember that I did an episode recently called Hashtag Thought, where I talked about modesty amongst um, young Christian women, um, specifically how uh, we're dressing and how we're presenting ourselves on social media and out in the streets. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to talk more so about how um, Christian leaders in the pulpit are representing um, themselves and representing Christ. Um, now, this is a trend that's happening amongst men and women. Um, ripped jeans or distressed jeans or holy jeans, as I like to call them, holy like H-O-L-Y, but really holy like they just got holes in them. Um, but yeah, like it's a big thing. Um, you mostly see like male pastors when it comes to uh, television ministries and uh, global and national ministries. Uh, but I'm seeing just on a local level, a lot of um, young women who, and maybe not so young <laughs> women, are wearing um, jeans with holes not just rips, but like literal big holes all the way up their thighs. And I'm honestly thinking to myself, like, if you just cut along that line, you would have shorts. Like, why don't you just wear shorts? And so right now, I I would imagine most people would be like, oh, no, I wouldn't wear shorts in the pulpit. But you're wearing jeans that are showing most of your leg. And legs are legs, people. They're not they're not sexual organs, you know, um, but let's face it, like our society has sexualized the female body, especially, um, pretty much anything a woman shows, you know, you can make sexual for whatever reason. Um, and I'm not saying that's right. Um, but if we can say that, yeah, probably shouldn't wear hot pants and booty shorts and whatever else in, uh, on stage or what we call the pulpit, um, then if you can say that, then why wear these jeans with, holes in it that's showing pretty much all of your leg. Um, and, and again, men are doing this too. Um, but usually there's, it might be just more distressed or like have a patch of material up under their steel or, or they're wearing holes too, but like, you know, maybe a little further down for obvious reasons, you know, they got stuff that could be hanging out. Um, and I don't mean to be crude about it, but it's real. Um, so they make theirs a little different sometimes, but with women, I'm seeing them like all the way up to like where their crotch is. And it's just, it's just weird <laughs> that, that we as Christians would think that was okay. One, just the way around church or whatever, but that's one thing. Um, but to wear it up on stage and let me tell you why I think it's just, it's something that's bothering me. And it's because, um, we're culture influencers and, and I'm mostly talking on local level here, like. We're not talking about celebrities. We're not talking about big time pastors necessarily, but just on a local level, our youth and our young adults are watching you and you're up on stage and you're preaching the gospel or you might just be doing the announcements um, and they're watching. And so, you know, I know the whole point in dressing like this. A lot of pastors have started dressing younger and more youthful or whatever to attract the youth. But instead of trying to make yourself look more like them, maybe you should maybe find a, a in-between that is still cool and inviting to them, but then also shows them that 
um, there's still such the thing as modesty and holiness and holiness is not about how you dress, but it is about a heart change and a mindset and what Christ has made. Christ has made us holy. We're not holy apart from him and apart from his blood and us living under grace. And I could go deeper into that. I know the theology. And so um, you got to take what I'm saying, not with a grain of salt, but basically understand the that I'm generalizing something. So I'm not having to go take too long going deeper into theology. But what I'm saying is, is like, there's a heart change there. And so you want to do things that's pleasing to God. When your heart has really changed, yes, you, everything's permissible. You can do it, but everything's not expedient as the word says um, in some versions, like everything's not something you want to do, even though you lawfully can do it. Yes. We're made to be free in Christ, but that doesn't mean you want to do it. Like you may can spit in your friend's face because they love you that much. They're not going to just con- completely uh, disown you if you do it. But that doesn't mean you want to do that every day. Like, why would you? Why would you take advantage of your friend's love for you um, to and, and continue to do that every day? And so it's kind of like with God, yeah, he's not going to send you to hell for wearing some booty shorts or uh, jeans with holes in them. But why would you want to put your body out on display and influence a whole generation, uh, possibly, by doing that? So if little Susie at 13 sees the pastor's wife up there on stage with jeans all the way up her crotch, um, and I'm definitely not talking about anybody in particular or my pastor's wife or anybody like that. I'm just saying in general. Um if if she sees that, then she's like, oh, well, I can go to middle school, high school, and I can wear, you know, holes all the way up my leg, um, in my jeans, I mean. And so, um, and then from there, how far back do we push the line? So right now, it, okay, the line used to be, yeah, we're going to start wearing jeans and, and, uh, on stage. Then it's like, okay, now we're wearing jeans with holes in them what what's next like we will just wear the booty shorts we will wear the see-through clothing we will wear the mini skirts and the halter i mean the um the rompers and all that kind of stuff and i mean what's next how far do we continue to push back this line and then tell ourselves this live we're trying to reach a generation so you know with i'm really into music and everything and i consider myself a songwriter and but uh, first and foremost a worshiper a musical worshiper. And so, um, so I'm into arts and entertainment and everything. And so, you know, in that industry, there's this talk about whether art influences the culture or is this, or reflects, excuse me, does art reflect culture or does culture reflect art? And so, um, in the same way, it's like, um, I guess, you know, in the pulpit, the pastors are trying to reflect the culture of the youth so that they can win over the youth, but maybe, you know, the youth is reflecting what they're seeing in the pulpit and then taking it a, a step further because, you know, they're known as being a little rebellious and wanting to do things their own way and um, innovate and make things cooler and whatever. And so they may take it a step further. But, um, you know, it's not for us to say, OK, well, I'm going to start dressing like you, little girl, and then not expect her to think it's okay and and then take it a a step further and so um 
it's just a continuing cycle of degradation of um of our morals basically <laughs> and it may seem like oh you're take you're reading too much into it um you can say that about any of my uh episodes or any of my messages um but I'm not like I think we're not reading enough into things I think that um if we don't take things more seriously we're going to look up and everything's just going to be like willy-nilly as I like to say like um how far are we willing to take this stuff so I think it's it's good to look at right now like what can I do to change the culture what can I do to uphold some values and some morals and um and modesty and um holiness you know what can I do um and so say enough is enough you know in this whistleblower type of society we're in where there's negative connotation on whistleblowing on telling the truth or standing up for righteousness or saying something you know say something or just say something with your actions when you're asked to come up there and do the announcements or asked to come preach a word or asked to uh sing or lead worship you come up there without the holes in the jeans you make it okay to wear something decent, <laughs> you know, we don't have to give in to culture, whether it's out in the world or it's in the church, we can say enough is enough. So I just want to encourage you guys to do that. If you're really a leader, you're not going to follow the pack. You're not going to go with the okie doke. Um, you know, you're going to do what you believe Christ would do. He was the greatest leader ever. And he was also the greatest servant and humble person. And so it's not about being seen and all that kind of stuff. You can lead without anybody ever even knowing like that you're like out there. You know what I mean? You don't have to have a name for yourself necessarily to lead. Somebody's always watching you. And so if little Susie at 13 years old, is out there in the crowd. She could be watching you. So do it for her. If you don't think anybody cares, like do it for her. Don't be like everybody else. Don't jump on the bandwagon. So that's my word. I kind of stretched it out a little bit. Um, so sorry for that. But <laughs> but um, just wanted to bring that point home. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk soon. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening to Watermark with Candace Michelle. If you haven't heard, my podcast is now on all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you like what you heard tonight, please rate my podcast and share this episode with all your friends and family. I appreciate the support and I hope you keep coming back for more. Watermark with Candace Michelle, a podcast designed to expose and destroy counterfeits from the enemy.